You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, Becoming Me. I'm so excited to introduce you to my warrior friend, Dylan. Dylan, welcome to becomingme.tv. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's always good to see you and be a part of anything you are doing with Becoming Me and all the Emily Cummings adventures. I'm excited to to watch and now be a part of it for sure. Well, right back at you. And y'all, I have to let you know, like Dylan, I originally met Dylan and his wife Paige in Las Vegas. We had the privilege of working together for a couple of years. And so it's been fun to watch your journey and what God's doing in and through your life since then. And it's such an honor to have you be a part of Becoming Me.tv and just share who you are and who you're becoming. So truly, thank you yeah. for being here. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So obviously I know who Dylan is, but I know that there are people who are watching your story today who are like, okay, who's this Dylan guy? So who is Dylan? Yes. Great question. You know, Dylan hasn't figured out who Dylan is yet either. Um, but I can tell you kind of what I've, what I've seen, what I've done, who I am, and, and maybe introduce you to a couple of my, uh, if my kids come running downstairs, they may jump in and say, Hey, as well. So, uh, Love yeah. It. Um, my wife's name is Paige. I actually met Paige in the second grade, and uh, we've been, uh, I don't even know if you knew that, Emily. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. So Paige and I have known each other since the second grade. We actually have a picture of us eating lunch together by ourselves in the second grade. We both had bowl cuts, uh, and it was awesome. Um, her mom cut her hair, and my mom cut my hair, and I think they probably used the same bowl. They just put it on her head and just did a cut around it, and that's that's the photo we have. Maybe I'll give you that photo and you can drop it here in the, Please in the, do. In the podcast. Uh, so we've known each other for a very long time. We always were the kids that were like, we're going to marry each other one day. I moved to uh, Knoxville, Tennessee when I was in the fifth grade. She stayed in Texas. And um, we just kind of were friends, you know, all those years. And then became adults. And she was like, hey, I want to, I want to, we need to live in the same city if this is ever going to happen. And she was like, I want to move from this area. So she moved to Knoxville. And then, yeah, we got engaged, got married. Uh, I've been in ministry my, all my adult life. And so um, I was in ministry and then she moved up to Knoxville. We were planning churches and blah, 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 blah. And then from that point forward with Paige, uh, I'll, I'll tell you about my two kids. And then uh, I have a daughter named Jet, who is eight, and she is uh, basically 17. And then I have a son who is five, and he is he is true to being five. He's awesome. His name is Beckham. And so Jet and Beckham are my kids. Um, Jet was born in Las Vegas, so mm-hmm. planting churches in Knoxville, and then became a next-gen worship pastor for a church here in town, and then was called out to Las Vegas to serve uh, with you and the team at Central. And um, yeah, then that's where Jet was born. We were there for about a little under four years, I think, and then moved back home to Knoxville to be um, to be to come back to the church I was currently at before Vegas. And that's where our son Beckham was born. Beckham was born in Knoxville. So Jet was born in Vegas. He's our Vegas child. And then Beckham's our southern eastern Knoxville, Tennessee, which is where I live, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so those are that's the family and kind of the journey there. And um, when we got back from Vegas, my wife and I started a company called The Wooden Spoon. 
which is an all natural shave ice homemade dessert truck. And uh, it works, you know, six or seven months out of the year. It has its own staff and team and just started the entrepreneurial journey then. And and that's how we did that. And I was still uh, one of the pastors at the church here in town. And then uh, about two and a half years ago, three years ago, walked out of that position. So I guess that would have been me stepping out of full-time vocational ministry and then started working for a company out of Chicago called Amplio Systems, which is a church integrator. I was more of their like CMO kind of marketing, branding events role and really just uh, was very blessed to be a part of that company in just that short window, a little under two years where uh, I was able to just love and serve on leaders church leaders and business leaders and host these events all over the country. And through that, um, that opened up my eyes to, um, to this whole new wave of ministry that I wanted to be a part of. That was like Amplio, but also a lot different than Amplio in the sense of I just wanted to be helping church leaders. And I don't know what that looked like or, or what that was going to become, but uh, there comes the dream weekend ready, which is, you know, WKND ready weekend ready. And that is the birth of this new idea that we started January 1st of this year, which is coaching and consulting church leaders. And um, yeah, and that's just been a ride since January 1. And I also have a dog named Gibson that I'm always trying to give away to anybody who comes to my house. Uh, He's, I think, 13 years now, 12 years old, and You'll probably hear him barking, and I apologize, but he's always trying to get into something. So that's why I'm always trying to give him away. But yeah, oh, that's no. me. That's me, and that's me in about four or five that's minutes, awesome. and or maybe not even that long. So yep, that's awesome. I love it. Well, it's definitely been fun to watch you and Paige step into all of these ventures and just being who God made you to be. Right. And speaking of that, like I would be interested and just love to take a couple minutes and dive into your story. Like we've talked a lot about the intro stuff, right, and what you're doing. But what's made you who you are today? What's your story, Dylan? Yeah, it's great. Great question. Man, it goes back to my neighbor who was a couple years older than me. And one day he walked three or four houses down to my house and said, hey, you should go to church with me. And this was this was in um, when I was in high school. So I've been ninth grade in high school. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not interested. You know, I don't my family wasn't in a church and I wasn't in a church. and. I was by all means not a Christian. And uh, he just said, you know, come to church with me, come hang out. Long story short, I ended up going to church with him. And I really just, I was into sports a lot and I was into girls. So I had girls and I had sports. And if you could promise me those two things, I will come to your church. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, oh yeah, we got both of those. And I was like, oh great, I'll be there. And it was youth group and we'd meet every Sunday night. And then from there I went to a uh, a student event called Resurrection here in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and ended up getting saved, giving my life to Christ. I remember coming home. I didn't sing. I didn't play guitar. I didn't do anything. I played snare drum in the middle school band, last chair every time. And um, yeah, I just, just started the journey of, of coming home, laying my face on my Bible, saying, God, I'm yours, whatever you want to do with me. Here are my hands. Take, take me, use me. I don't know what any of this means, but I, I want to give my life to you and I want to follow you. And from that journey on, uh, my student pastor called me just a few weeks later and says, God's given me this vision and dream about who you are and who God's going to, you know, who God's going to bring you to be and all this stuff. And I was like, this is weird to me. I don't know what that means. And you'll see a trend in my story of, of people speaking life into me, which has molded me to be who I am 
in return to me always encouraging people and speaking life into people and and calling you know calling things out in people and still still today i was just in california i'm getting ahead of myself but this is just how i roll i was in california just last week doing the event and a somebody on the board member of this um organization that i was uh working for he's a pastor in new york city we just met we hit it off i walked in i was like hey i heard you're a pastor like tell me about your story. Like, I want to hear what is ministry like in New York city? Cause he's right in Manhattan. And we talked, we talked, talked, and then I'm outside. Uh, you know, it's like 10 30 at night. We're sitting on this patio area around this fire. And he walks to me and we start talking. He said, Hey, can I just kind of say something to you real fast? And again, all these years later, you know, not by all means am I accomplished in anything I've done, but just all these years later for me being in ninth grade in high school to now 35 years old and owning a couple companies and helping church leaders all over the country. I, he still, people are still speaking into me and it still just is the core of who I am. He's calling me out. You're, you know, all these things speaking, you know, but I'll just, 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 I'm just like, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. So anyways, that is, that has been the story of my journey and what has crafted and molded me is people speaking life into me. And uh, this guy called me, this youth pastor called me, going back, called me, I have this vision, I have this dream, God speaking in, God's going to use you, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't have a guitar, I don't sing, I don't do anything, I'll play drums. Again, fast forwarding, he was like, you know, we're getting ready to go in our first rehearsal to launch our student ministry youth band. And he was like, no, 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 you know, you, you, God's, God's going to put you out front, like you have a voice, God, you got to use it. And so not, not singing a voice, but just a, just a, I don't know, just maybe influence. I don't know what any of that meant back then in ninth grade. And so, uh, yeah, started leading and singing. The very first song I played was for the combined contemporary and traditional service. I wasn't quite good enough to be in just the contemporary service. Uh, but I was, I was had the privilege to be in the combined. And so what that looked like basically was traditional service. And there I was the special guest. I was the special, as they would say. And uh-huh. I get to come up and sing Heart of Worship with me on acoustic guitar. And I remember, you know, my head's down. I'm picking this thing and I'm singing. It's my first time ever doing anything like this. And I looked up and I just not a dry eye in the room. And I thought, oh, gosh, I've made everyone cry. This is so bad. Oh, no. My mom's crying. I'm like, she's so ashamed. And no, it was just it was just a, a sweet moment of of just like, man, what what is happening? What is I'm in the high school and I'm just like, what is, what is this going to look like? And that was the beginning of, of molding me to who I am today. Um, from, from that to, you know, leading worship at that church mm-hmm. to, to, um, to graduating high school, going off and being in a ministry band and, and team out of Minnesota that uh, lived in a 12 passenger van and a, uh, our, our 15 passenger van with a 12 foot trailer Wow. We did like 215 dates that year. So 2007, 2008. So, I mean, I was just out of high school and, uh, you know, I learned how to work. I learned how to meet people and interact with all these different church leaders all over the, all over the Midwest and East and South. And you, know, you can imagine that many dates in a year, you're playing almost every other day, um, in these different towns. And, uh, you know, again, that molded me into this, this character that I feel like God was, had was having me become and um from that process to to coming home and working in a christian bookstore as i wanted to figure out my next life to you know starting my own band which was a worship band called hello forever and then that band toured and traveled for the next five years 
from corner to corner all over the all over the United States. Again, we had a band and trailer, and we would fly to a lot of shows or weekend events. Mm-hmm. And where I'm just doing this whole music industry, like Christian thing and worship thing. And then I find myself in church planning, and I again I, I'm at lunch, and I find myself yet again being spoken into. Mm-hmm. God's going to do big things in your life. God's going to use you. God's going to, you know, you have a voice and, you know, he challenged me. And through that challenge, I felt like, man, maybe the touring thing's over. Maybe I want to hand, mm-hmm. that, hand that over and give that away and focus on just specifically building ministries and, and, and to the church went to full-time ministry and that out of that conversation. So I gave up the, gave up the, the dream of, you know, being that next, you know, whatever. And, um, I don't want to say a name because, you know, then, you know, I become <laughs> friends with a few of those people and they'll be like, oh, here we go. They're dealing, making fun of us. Um, I would never do that. But I, I, I just I was good with that. Didn't want to do that. And um, went to full time ministry and was part of that church plant for another two or three years. Um, then I found myself in another lunch where the worship pastor in town at, you know, at a church was like, God's going to use you. God's got a voice, for, you know, blah, 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 blah. And she went to Hillsong and came back and was like, you know, you were on my heart the whole time. Again, you just see this trend, right? And so I'm always saying that because if you're listening to this, you have the opportunity every day to speak life into somebody. Find a ninth grade punk kid who has a faux hawk and speak life into him. I don't care if you're Christian or not. God can use you uh, to speak into people. You never know what those, what your words will do. And so I'll just keep saying that over and over. But again, this lady spoke into me and she said, you know, God's going to use you. That took me from church planning to a more of a more established church here in town as their next generation's worship pastor. So I led for student ministry in our college campuses. And then that took me to, um, to the, to, uh, they're kind of their music pastor for that campus. And that brought me to Vegas and through this whole process, right. You asked me what has, how I've become who I am today and who I am still becoming, you know, um, the idea of just people speaking into me from, uh, from, you know, a buddy of mine calling me from California and spoke into me and said, you know, you get you need to come meet my friends who do ministry in Las Vegas and then me showing up. And then my first interaction with Judd backstage was I was interviewing and I, I walked backstage cause I had a little green room code or, or backstage code. And I, and I looked down the hallway and I see pastor Judd and I'm like, oh, that's pastor Judd. He's like, what's up, bro. <laughs> He's like, uh, do you work here? Do you, I was like, mm-hmm. no, not yet, but maybe hopefully. And he's like, Oh, are you Dylan? And, you know, he mm-hmm. gave me a hug and he walked me upstairs and he just, it was just this cool interaction with him of, mm-hmm. of not this rock star status, but yeah. you know, him walking me up, him speaking life into me. And then I, then I walk in and I see all of you sitting down on the table. Cause it was our, what, what did we call it? It was, it was like our weekly, uh, remember upstairs. Yes. In the old that offices. Not the gauntlet meeting, right? The um, because that kicked I mean, off the week. Was it more of like the weekend experience um planning meeting? It was, but I think the gauntlet. I think that term maybe came later. Okay. I, I don't remember, okay. but it was yes. It was like so. Yes. I walk in this room and I see yeah. all of you, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's just so <laughs> overwhelming. And that, yeah, and so you know, and then just being through that process mm-hmm. and meeting people that you know that Drew Bodine mm-hmm. would bring in to develop me, because really a lot mm-hmm. of my development came from Central as far as big yeah. production and producing big events and being able to manage and lead at high levels, and um, you know, from people like Tyler Tyler Reagan you know, with Catalyst mm-hmm. at the time, and you know, just you know, people like Stephen Brewster and all these names that just would could speak into me and call things out of me, and 
you know, I still have that today, which is great. I just mm-hmm. said it happened last week. And, um, and so, yeah, I've just become somebody who says, you know, I don't, I don't know everything. God's given me a voice for whatever reason. And as long as I have that, I want to be, uh, I want to be just a, um, a person that has a, a set of listening ears and eyes to see. And when church leaders are in the trenches and they need someone to talk to, or they need help with something specifically, um, I want to be a, I want to be a voice to them and uh, and just a, a a resource if I can be. Why? Because that is how I've gotten to where I am in life by asking a ton of questions, um, being uh, looking for those mentors and those coaches. Um, I have I still have a coach that I meet with every Monday morning, and he speaks life into me. He challenges me. He coaches me. He teaches me. He mentors me. And so uh, yeah, and I just through that process, I feel like God has really opened up a lot of doors. He's also shut a lot of doors. It's not been all perfect. We've had, we've, it's been a journey, right? Pursuit and falling of Christ is no, not necessarily an easy task, but a task that is rewarding. And, um, and through that, you know, God's given me, um, favor and I want to continue walking in his favor and continue walking in his light and being a resource for churches as best as I can. So I don't know if that answered your question whatsoever. And that was a lot, but well, yeah. and I mean, so cool to hear how the power of people's words and who mm-hmm. called things out in you and asked you questions really shaped who you are now. And yeah. that really brings me to another question I'd love to ask you, which begins with something lighter and a little fun. Like, and I actually don't know this about you, which is kind of funny, but are you a coffee drinker? Oh man. Yes, I am. I I am a coffee drinker. I I am. And the reason why I say it like that is because I'm very, uh, for, for 15 years almost, I've done one certain energy drink that I just, okay. I love it. It's like okay. my favorite energy drink. You okay. have to order it and it comes in a powder and I pour it in my eight ounces of water and I do it okay. every day. I do it in the morning, every day. That is my coffee. But okay. when I forget that I'm running out, I now um, switch to coffee, which is Starbucks. So I'm, I am four days in a row in Starbucks, which is great because okay. Starbucks just did, because I'm waiting on my order. Starbucks just did a, a challenge. If you okay. order three drinks in, a, in in three days, then you get 60 stars. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I'll take 60 stars. Yeah. I want I want to be, I want to have stars in my account. I don't know what these stars get me or what they do, but I want them. Yeah. So I did the challenge and I, I got it. And so, yes, I do. I do drink a venti cold brew uh, with vanilla sweet cream in my, Mm -hmm. in my, in my situation. Yes. That is a really good order. I'm about it. So let's say you're having this venti sweet cream with vanilla with someone else at Starbucks. You're talking with them. They're sharing stuff happening on their own becoming journey. Now you're in the seat of somebody speaking life into them, right? Yeah. What would you say to encourage them to become who God made them to be? Yeah. I, I, it's a great question. I always ask people, I would say eight out of 10 times, not always, but I do ask people a lot, where do you see yourself in five years? I just ask people that. And I'm, I don't mean to be tense about it or intense about it, but I just, where do you see yourself in five years? And when they start, uh, um, uh, you know, I don't know, or I, or I want to do this, or I want to be that, man, that opens up so many doors for me just to immediately start speaking into it. And, you know, my, my biggest thing with, with, you know, I'm figuring how to word this. My biggest thing with with working with people specifically is that everybody has a dream and everybody has an idea mm-hmm. and everybody has this these thoughts that come to them, right? And you know, and whether you're an entrepreneur, you know, you're a business leader, business developer, or you're in ministry or whatever, you're you're. Everyone has dreams. Everyone has ideas. 
And my big encouragement, I'm sitting down with someone at Starbucks. My big encouragement is what can I do to help ignite that spark in you to, to it becoming a flame to you actually doing what you feel like you're called to do and watching these people just kind of sit back and not know how to receive that because probably no one has ever said that to him. I don't care if I just met you for the first time. I don't care if you got on my calendar and we are meeting for a free 30 minute coaching session or whatever it is. I find myself asking them, where do you see yourself in five years? How can I help you get there and go? You just need to go quit, quit doubting yourself, quit. Uh, I don't need to, I don't got the money or I don't have the, the, the time to do that. Or I don't have put the excuses to the side and walk in the direction that you feel like you need to walk in. Um, and I will, we'll just, we'll have a come to Jesus moment in that Starbucks with my venti cold brew with vanilla sweet cream. I will, I will challenge you. I will call you out. And in hopes you do the same to me. Hey, Dylan, where do you, where do you, oh, man, I want to, I want to do this, or I, I, I want this. My goals are this. Okay, what's stopping you? Oh, me, me. I'm stopping me. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I it's funny because, you know, that question. You know, how, how would I, how would I do that? You know, I, that would be a great first start for me. It's a great icebreaker, you know, because you know it gets them talking about themselves a little bit, and they kind of open up quicker. Yeah. And then when you get someone to open up quicker, they are willing to receive faster. And uh, yeah, so that's. One of the one of the ways I would encourage someone to become who God's calling to be is ask them where they see themselves in five years, and then just challenge and poke and push and follow up with them. You know, it's not it's not a, I don't make money doing that. It's not a sales pitch. It's just a hey, I genuinely genuinely care about you, and I feel like you can help change your community, your town, this this country, this state, this world. Like I'm, I want to be a part of that. You know, so yeah. That's powerful. No, thank you for sharing that. You know, you yeah. mentioned Weekend Ready and it started in January. Tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about Weekend Ready, what it is, how people can get involved, get connected, yeah. all the things. Yeah, Weekend Ready was a dream I had again uh, about five years ago. And uh, it was a domain I went on to buy weekendready.com. So W E E K E N D ready.com, fully spelled out, you know. Well, I want to be a little bit cooler than that. When I heard that it wasn't available, I was like, oh gosh, now I got to be cool. And I went with uh, WKNDready.com. And um, yeah, I bought that domain several years ago, sat on it. I'd be lying if I said I prayed over it. I didn't really pray over it much. I prayed over it every now and then. Like, God, if you want this to be something, you know, mm. you know, I, I'm, I, I'm willing for it to be. And, um, you know, my process at Amplio, um, we were doing these events and having a great time. I was hanging out with church leaders. It was just time of my life. And I was felt like I was truly walking in in, in, in a direction that I wanted to be walking in. And, and then at the same time, I was like, I'm just kind of ready to do my own thing. Like I want to, I want to start building and, 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 and just, you know, being on Knoxville, I want to be in the Southeast region and help these churches and, you know, can weekend ready be something or can I not? And man, I, I just can't honor Jeff uh, Vandergeese and Amplio enough. I really do think he put his arm around me when, when he took a big risk on me, putting me at a high level position in his company and turning, honestly, I mean, the goal was for me to become the face of Amplio. And we were able to accomplish that. And, and, you know, that's a big risk for him, for me to come in under two years and say, I feel like God's calling me to do something that maybe he put on my heart five years ago. And he really just put his arm around me and said, I'm here for you, man. What do you, what do you need from me? And, and that put us onto a, onto a path of partnership. And uh, he, he's been great. And he's, his ministries that he's doing is just, he started a ministry called Cultivate, required, acquired, you know, I think almost 800 acres up in Michigan, turned it into wow. a property that only focuses on uh, the health of, of Christian business leaders and pastors 
and his ministry is booming up there. And it's just just a cool cool story. But uh, begin that process with him transitioning out from from part time to full time, and then here comes Weekend Ready. Weekend Ready uh, sim- sim- simply is just a organization company ran by church guys and, and girls that want to focus on the health of church leaders, specifically in the uh, weekend um, scenario. So production, communications, creative, uh, worship, of course. And the thing about Weekend Ready is that, yes, people people w- would hire us for, for a certain need. Hey, we need better service programming or better transitions, or we need help with um, production culture or or whatever the case may be, volunteer, whatever. And which is great. That's what gets us in your doors from our branding, from our social media platforms and our content that we release. Yeah, that, that's how we get in your doors. But very quickly, we can ready every one of our coaches before we do anything. We're going to focus on you first as the leader. We need to figure out where you're at in life. We want to know who you are, where you're uh, what, what's going on in your family, your, 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 your relationships, like your kids. Are you good? Is your home life good? Like we, we really want to be a voice and a set of listening ears that come in and say, hey, yeah, we want to focus on making you a better service programmer or a better volunteer recruiter. Yes, those are needs that you have specifically in your ministry, but how is how's Emily doing? And that's where we want to start. And so we start, we call it our level one. So it's not it's not original content by all means, but you know, when you build a building, you know, we're not building a building starting at level seven, you know, mm-hmm. we want to build a building and start at level one, which is the foundation. And so we very, very quickly recognize as coaches and at Weekend Ready that most of the guys and girls we work with are thinking level three, level four. And we yeah. want to come in and put goals in place. We want to come in and do leadership assessments. Mm-hmm. And and that really just sets us aside because we believe that we first, before your weekend can get better, your leaders have to get better. And we want to, we want to, we want to focus on that. And so that's kind of weekend ready at about 10,000 feet. Um, all of our coaches are, are, would say that they specialize in three or three to five different categories. And we vet all of our coaches, as you can imagine, uh, very strictly. And a lot of our coaches will say, here are five things that we think we're experts at. And we say, yeah, but based off what we're seeing and hearing, we would probably only deem you experts in two of those areas or one of those areas. We still want to bring you on as a coach, but you're going to focus for a season on this and allow us to develop you in those other areas. And then very quickly, we will get you to be an expert. Expert would definitely be deemed an internal uh um, we would never use that externally for our church partners, but, um, but yeah, so then from there we would release them and they would go get their agreements and, uh, how we win is video coaching. And so, uh, we know that it's really hard for a church leader or a business leader or one of our coaches who are also all in full-time ministry to get away for a weekend or to get away for a, you know, two or three days to do in-person coaching. Uh, we do offer that, but most of our coaching is going to be in the video world and like yeah. this, like this Zoom call. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. So if somebody was listening, they're like, okay, I am definitely on one of these teams. I'm on a weekend team and I really want to learn more about how I can connect with Weekend Ready. Where do they go? Yeah, just go to WKNDReady.com or you can you can follow us um, on Instagram, Weekend Ready, um, which is a cool story how we got WKND Ready for Instagram real fast. So my, I reached out to... Um, there was a girl in like Australia or something like that. She had a, 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 a clothing store called WKND ready. And I was like, I need that. I need that Instagram account. And <laughs> and she was not that, but that there's nothing that had been posted on that account for like two years. 
And I was like, I need that account. And you, you know what it's like if you run across an Instagram. So say like you do a conference at church or whatever, you really want mm-hmm. that handle and it's used and it hasn't been used for years. And you start DMing them, you contact, yes. and nothing, right? No, nothing yes. ever comes out of it. And I just remember like, you can make fun of me for doing this, but I remember like, God, if you want me to have this Instagram account, I need <laughs> you to work because I don't want to be like the weekend ready. I don't want it to be spelled out weekend ready wasn't even available but i was like i don't i just i just or or you know whatever like weekend ready eight you know whatever coaching no i want it to be wknd ready and god if it's gonna happen yes. you're gonna do it and i said i just i just gotta set it and i dm'd her once no response went about three or four months probably maybe three months around 90 days i guess and then i dm'd her again for a second time and i said hey i really feel like i'm supposed to have this uh this handle <laughs> i was like I'll buy it from you. I'll do whatever. I noticed that you, oh, oh, what kept me coming back was that I saw that she saw it. So I knew okay. someone was seeing because it said seen or whatever. Uh-huh. And so I knew someone was seeing it and, um, or something like that. Something kept me coming back. And finally she wrote me back and she said, it's all yours. I'll release it. And you just make, you know, I was just like, well, let me know when to release it. And oh, she released wow. it. And then I got it. It came available <gasps> immediately and I got it. And I just remember thanking her like, you have no idea. This is a huge blessing to me. And that was it. Anyways, that's how I got WKND ready handle. Um, but uh, they that's can go cool. to there. They can follow that account. They can engage with us there. They can DM us. They can email me, Dylan, at you know, WKNDready.com or you know, text me, whatever. We're, we're available. So. And Dylan, if people want to connect with you as well, you are also on Instagram. Yes. Yep. Perfect. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just Dylan Howell. Just at Dylan Howell. Um, D-I-L-L-A-N the right way to spell Dylan. Let's just be honest. Any other way you would spell Dylan, if you sound it out or pronounce it, it doesn't really make sense. Dill and so it's D I L L A N, right? I don't need to get on to that um, semantics, but I, I can preach on it very quickly. Uh, so D I L L A N how will, uh, and that's my Instagram. Yep. That's perfect. And y'all, we will have all of the links in the show notes. You can easily click them, follow weekend ready and Dylan D I L L A N Howell. Not.com. I'm like going with you now. Let's go. Um, anything else that you would want to share as we wrap up your becoming story today? Oh man. Just if anything, like I'm reminding myself right now, I have an opportunity after saying all this, I got contractors upstairs in my house and I'm like, how can I leave this and be fired up and go have a conversation with these dudes and just see where they're at in life? Like I don't have to go drop the gospel on them or try to lead them to, to salvation today, or I don't have to go try to sell, you know, if you're listening to this, you're like, well, I, I could go have a conversation, hope, move myself forward. You know, I'm thinking to myself, how can I go up and talk to this guy and be like, Hey, where do you see yourself in five years? Right. It just, who's asked him, who has asked him that. Right. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, what can I do? How can I take anything I just heard in the last 30 minutes and utilize it today or utilize it tomorrow? Just pray, just be like, you know, put the, put the, the, the chip in your head that anywhere you go and you brush up against somebody, you have, can leave a negative impression or a good impression. You can lead Mm -hmm. someone forward or you can leave someone backwards. Be the person that leaves a positive impression and moves people forward. Speak life into people, encourage people. You never know how powerful your words are going to be. You never know where that person will be in 10 or 15 years. How cool would it be that you spoke life into somebody as a ninth grader? And then all these years later, I still run across the guy that spoke life into me at church. We didn't even go to the same church. So 20, 20 years later, I see this guy every now and then on the weekend. His name is Chuck. And I, and, and, uh, I call him Charles, the rock Lindsay is why he's called me. And, uh, 
Uh, he preferred that. And in uh, and, and ninth grade, and he tears up almost every time he sees me because I can only imagine, you know, and, I'm, and not to toot my own horn by all means, but I just pray there's a day that when I'm his age and I spoke life into a ninth grader and I see what God's doing in his life all these years later, that I would also become emotional just to be like, man, I listened to God. I spoke life into that kid. And now look what God's doing in that kid's life. You just never know. You never know. Speak life into people, encourage people, love on people, and make this place make this place better. Make this temporary home for us better as yes. best as we can because we need a bunch of people like it. So, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Those are really good, just warrior words that are encouraging and empowering us to become who God made us to be. So thank you for sharing. Thanks for sharing your story. Um, I'm cheering you and Paige on like big time. I'm your biggest cheerleader yes. and I can't thank wait you. to see what God continues to do. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. Same. We can't wait to watch God use you and watch all your, your adventures unfold. And yeah, we're excited. So. Well, thanks Dylan. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.